Montag's salty today. He's a salty. He's salty today. Salty. Yeah, someone's got to be. <laughs> Why are you so salty? Yeah. You don't want to know. <laughs> you don't know what pain <laughs> is. I probably don't. <laughs> yeah, this All was right. a, this was agony. I'm that. looking forward to seeing what you guys, uh, what mm-hmm. your takes are on these. Yeah. yeah. This yes. Was this was tough. And I've already got Slugfest 4, which I will announce when we get to the end. Oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yes. I think, I think, oh, uh, oh. I think it'll be an interesting uh, twist in the plot. <laughs> no. Yeah. All right. Shall we do this, gentlemen? Absolutely. Sure. All right. Greetings from Tomoville. I'm Lloyd Kaufman, president of Tom Entertainment and creator of George Clooney. When I feel, you know, well, I could watch something really profound, really amusing, educational. The trauma team and I, we like to kick back and watch heavy metal horror podcasts because, uh, you know, when we're not making those movies like Tromeo and Juliet and hashtag Shakespeare's Shitstorm and, and Class of Newcomb High, there's nothing else in the world for us except that heavy metal podcast. Say it with me. Heavy metal horror Okay. Thank you, Mom, Tag, and Chapter. I am Montag, Master of Illusion. What goes up must come down, but not always. Hey, this is Chopped Up, and this is going to be an operation on a scene from a memory. <laughs> and <dreadful. laughs> And you were watching and listening to Heavy Metal Horror. Oh, kitties. Slugfest 3. Slugfest. Slugfest is back. That's right. You can hear the roar of the crowds, the smell of the crowds, the roar of the grease paint. Oh, tonight, tonight, we've got two titans of Prague and and two concept albums going at it. We've got Queensryche, Operation Mindcrime from 1988, and Dream Theater, Scenes, Metropolis Part 2, Scenes from Memory from 1999. This is going to be a fucking battle. Yeah, these these albums are my favorite of these bands. Yeah, seminal albums for, <laughs> for both bands. Yeah. And we know a thing or two about Seminole after last week's show with Annette. (laughs) uh, (laughs) Um, Right. So I'm sorry. I missed that one. Yeah, yeah, you are. You you should be. Leave it to Um, Montag to make it creepy. (laughs) Yeah. When do I not? Um, Never not. Exactly. You know, one thing I, when I was thinking about these records, I, I noticed you know, there's a lot of similarity between the two. Not that just that just that they're concept albums, but some of the themes are are similar. We have themes of forgotten memories, you know, regression memories. We we have um, past lives or remembering past events in in, a, in the present. Ooh. We have forbidden love, um, you oh, know, okay. triangles in in both of these albums. Uh, Never really yeah. made that connection, but yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, so I think it's fascinating that we with these two are. are this is going to be a brutal match. I I can't wait to mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to do our uh, thing. So shall we go to round one? We're going to have that awesome sound. Did you round ever one? To, did you ever listen to our other slugfests, Dreadpool? Probably not. You cunt! It. God damn it! <laughs> Why would I listen? I have, to it? 
I got some the awesome like ding ding sounds, man. Those ring sounds. <laughs> oh, I love yeah. I'm yeah, gonna, man, I'm they're awesome. Tune in just for a ding sound. That's right. You gotta I watch have, it. Like, and it sounds fantastic. Thank you, shop. You are well, you're allowed you're to stay. Oh, the hush the up, suck ass. <laughs> you buddy. Listen to him over there. <laughs> oh, I listen. I listen. I listen, Montego. It's great. Oh, I love the ding ding noises. That's right. Oh, Who doesn't? Do I get a star? <laughs> Everyone loves the ding ding. So round one, oh, it's gonna be so we've fucking awesome. Started, we've already drawn blood. We haven't even. Started. That's right. Ah, we're all at it today. We're all salty. <laughs> we're all salty. Well, let's go now. Watching now, the damn Browns, that be salty. Oh, did they lose again? Here's my surprise face. They what? lost again. Yeah, of course. Yeah. God. Two things they, they can't they... do: they can't hold a lead, and they can't come from behind. Where does that leave you? Two and five. That's right. Right on. Uh, yeah, they they could have oh, been so much. Started. Yeah, well, that's a whole other slugfest. Um, that's vent. Yeah, that's uh-huh. vent fest. Angry old man vent fest. Yeah. Let me tell you about my Browns pain. <laughs> um, oh, well, now, Dreadbull did a great job. I want to thank you for giving us these great scar- scorecards where you kind oh, of lined you, up sir. the songs because we have more that's songs in Operation Minecraft, but the way you broke them down was fantastic and it also okay, made it cool. really really difficult like some of the matchups were like gee mm-hmm. fuck they're so, still you know chronological uh-huh. but uh, yeah, yeah no the, the no imbalance it's... of in any concept albums you have tracks that are just like spoken word or a little atmospheric or like an mm-hmm. intro to a proper track so yeah i'm like i gotta we I gotta lay these out so they make sense you know as far yeah. as matchup right. per round so, so I, I guess we have to look okay. maybe yeah, great job bro. what are the criteria what are some of the criteria that we're looking for I mean, because there are some songs where I like better than the other, but the other song is a more, is a better song, technically proficient, <laughs> musical. Mm-hmm. I mean, what are, what are the criteria? Do we have to do, should we agree on some kind of criteria? Because I've already made my picks. So I guess that's all that matters. Yeah, me too. So, I mean, I guess. Okay, yeah. I guess we kind of knew. It, it might be to, too late. This was agony. I had to go for a gut. Like last night, I was like, I don't know how I'm going to do this. And I you woke know, up this morning. I'm like, okay. You know, here's the thing. Here's the thing when I was looking into it, there are songs, I, I I think on each, but for the most part, Mind Crime has a lot of those, those intro, those little short snippet parts. Those I understand they're trying to embellish a story. They're trying to put it into the next level with the next song, but it's like, there's some of that I could, I could cut out and I'd be fine with mine. And I love Mind Crime, but there's some of it. I could just go, let's go from that song to that song and mm-hmm. let's leave some of this, but we'll get to that later yes. into our segment but all right yeah that's that's one of the things i was as i because I, i've been listening to both all week and trying to distinguish okay how am i going to gauge this is it all about we know it's just two of the best concept albums of all time agreed well let's go to round <laughs> one with the official bell ringing yeah all right track Stupid one we have um operation Minecraft. we've got i remember now Anarchy X and Revolution Calling versus Scenes from Memory, Regression, Overture 1928, and Strange Deja Vu. You know, we should have Chop Tom just do all of his things, and then we could just, I could just <laughs> all in. No, this has stuff. to be a collective That's right. It's all, that's right. Let's start with Chop. <laughs> well, hold on. Let's let's go ahead and explain for people, like, who yeah, we, we talked about it a little bit, but, like, kind of breaking down the how we've, uh, we've we had to finagle these tracks a little bit, so... Yeah, both albums had like a sort of an intro spoken track, a mm-hmm. little bit of a 
overture, you know, or a, mm -hmm. right, and, and then the then the the actual proper like first, song, first song, so, right? So yeah, you put them yeah. together as as a as a three three group set, which yeah. I think is is beautiful. Um, how much? So yeah, we'll explain do. that as we go. We had to finagle a little bit. Yeah, we, but we can. Explain do we assume that, that they know uh, the stories? Um, I, I don't know. Do we need to? Do we? Should we get into the stories? I know we covered it when we when we did uh, our um, we did a dream theater thing where we did we do a dream no, theater? Deep we haven't dive? done dream theater. We, we haven't. I remember talking about. That, we're yeah. still finishing the rush. I remember talking have, about. Yeah, uh, we have talked about mind crime a little bit from my memory. I remember talking about that story. Yeah, it's very pretty well convoluted. Okay, but, uh, anyway. look, if you don't know the story, look it up. Okay, it's been out for thirty-five years. It's yeah, just, you, it, yeah, you're you're bound to find it now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Chop Top, let's begin. Um, or Mar uh, Dreadful, you were saying something. We, we we set it up. We're comparing the first three tracks. This is round one, and <laughs> and I do like that how they set it up with the the mm -hmm. back story, the little bit of a vocal, and then the, they both have these overtures. Um, so let, let's start with chop a chop let, let's go with your round one uh let, let's let's uh, let you start over or all right so flat, I I... not start over <laughs> okay chop <laughs> fucking chop top round one uh -huh. you begin uh -huh. see well, what you've done i i, I like <laughs> I, I, you, I, he I, really I, wants you to feel bad <laughs> you better feel bad. i you know hey i i prefer the uh 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 Honestly, I'm gonna tell you right off. I, I prefer the the three songs on Queens right in the beginning as opposed to Dream Theaters. And I'll tell you why. Um, I like the way how I remember now kind of gets everything in an atmospheric mood, everything going. And then Anarchy X kind of kicks in, and then you got the bombastic revolution calling just kicks from there. So I, I like that grouping right there. I'm not a big person on uh when we did our slug fest uh on Born Again and all that, and we talked about Boy, that was a waste of 42 seconds or whatever. You know, mm -hmm. somebody falling asleep on an organ with a wind machine. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, so I remember that. But this fits perfectly. These first three, it's it's seamless. And it just seems very natural. Um, now, on the other side of that, you know, you have regression. You have what is regression, overture, strange deja vu. And what I like about overture, of course, is it's an overture. It's exactly what it says has little bits of snippets from each part of the songs throughout the whole album uh -huh. and strange deja vu is just a it's a it's a jam too this was very difficult but my vote in this round will go with uh i remember now anarchy x and uh revolution call okay. round one for okay. chop top goes to mind crime mind right. crime i'm All going right. to log that in yes there we go chop top Excellent. I thank you. Thank one. you for keeping the uh, score there, Dread. Sure. Uh, sure. All right. Uh, let's go. Let's turn to, to you, Dread. Uh, round one. What, what is your discussion here? Yeah. I'm really uh, I, Sorry, Dread. I I'm agree really with Dread stuff. Yeah. Yeah, That's I agree with uh, with you, Chop Top. I mean, uh, mm. for Revolution Calling, the intro, Anarchy X, just a great opening. Uh, and this, I uh, might talk about this some more, but uh, Operation Mindcrime has an energy throughout it that maintains even you know there are ebbs and flows and and tempo changes and things but there's an energy to this album that is that just it, it maintains this certain energy throughout the entire album and it, it uh really never lets you down you never get bored ever i mean there's not a boring 
minute in the, on this in this album you know even when they're doing a little bit of uh story type stuff or mm-hmm. you know the little bit of an intro to like sweet sister mary we'll talk about later and the sound effects and stuff it's still okay because the album's so strong all around it that you can kind of weather those things and it, it helps the immersion i think into the whole story but uh yeah revolution calling uh great one it sets up all the the concepts you know government corruption religious hypocrisy untrustworthy media greed in america uh, you name it and it, it's as appropriate today as it was back in 88 35 years ago think about that yeah. when this came out 35 great years ago point. still yeah. sounds as fresh yeah is, this yeah. could this could be, have come out last week yeah. and it would all a, it would all work mm-hmm. because yeah. you know hey more things change the more they stay the same nothing's really changed in america has it in the last no, 35 man. years if anything it's gotten worse these yeah. are all the things yeah. that people complain about today mm-hmm. um so yeah great great opener great song uh and then queen's or i mean sorry dream theater yeah the overture awesome sets up all the musical pieces that you're gonna encounter throughout the album uh strange deja vu is a great song one of my faves it's one of the more like straightforward songs on this whole album kind of a medium tempo just got a nice hook nice groove to it it's not super complex um Mm -hmm. it's nothing it's not real challenging to listen to as often dream theater stuff can be um (laughs) you know even the, the tempo picks up about halfway through but it's still got the it still maintains that nice groove to it um but it's still full of all the dream theater details that set them apart. You know, even if they make a radio friendly song, it's still full of like detail. That's kind of what drew me to dream theater in the first place back in the day. Like pull me under. I'm like, okay, that's a cool song. Got a really nice riff, a nice hook to it. But there's all these little details going on. Like, wow, this isn't normal. You know, this isn't a, <laughs> the, the average metal band here. And uh, yeah. So I love it. You know, port noise drumming, all these little details that he that he these little intricate fills no matter what the song is they're always there and they always catch your ear it's always something to listen to so yeah this was a right off the bat agonizing choice you know um i think in the end my general love for dream theater leans me towards dream theater here strange deja vu um i think overall this song is just slightly more interesting and has a little more replayability than revolution calling uh to me so yeah by a hair i'm gonna go with strange deja vu on this one okay so round one for you goes to scenes from memory scenes from memory yeah um i, I agree with everything you said is you know mind crime has this big sound it's full it's rich it, mm-hmm. it's there's energy the the drums sound big and like a shotgun blast you know that that gated reverb on that snare <laughs> It just like pops, you know, and and the, everything sounds. There's a lot of sound. There's a wave of of guitars and it, it this layered of sound, which is different than Dream Theater. Dream Theater has that everything is pristinely recorded, so nothing steps on top of one another. Like you can hear every little symbol and, and Tom on Portnoy's kit beautifully. It, mm-hmm. it, it is an audio engineer's like wet dream. It's like, oh, <laughs> I don't know who engineered this, who mic'd the drums, but the fucking bravo. Um, and I, I look at the two bands. We have Dream Theater, which is a, uh, or a Queensryche, which is a hard rock band that does prog. And then Dream Theater, which is a prog band that does hard rock. You know, that's my, good point. That's, how, yeah. that's how I kind of have that's to separate point. them in a little bit because they're, yeah. they overlap, but they are vastly different animals. 
I mean, Dream Theater runs circles around pretty much everybody musically. I mean, they are just, yeah. you know, it, sometimes it's self-indulgent, but but it's like, oh, these guys are fucking brilliant. So my emotion pulls me towards Revolution Calling because you can hear that. I love hearing that bell, that ride symbol. It's just powerful. It's big. The emotion's there. It's angry energy. But the musicianship pulls me towards scenes from memory because there is that overture, which is gorgeous. I love that they can like say, hey, let's take these snippets after you record a album. Let's make an overture with these five themes in it. Uh-huh. They, they did the same thing with an earlier album, too, way back, uh, like with their second or third album. Uh, what's the one with the, the seasons? Um, change oh, change seasons. Of seasons. Uh, yeah, they do the same yeah. thing where they like caught in, caught in the web and these other ones that they hint earlier. You can well, hear that like, was, uh, yeah, that was from Awake. Caught in Awake. Change yeah. of okay. Seasons was an EP. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah, which is yeah, a yeah. brilliant fucking song. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So, um, so emotionally, I'm, I'm pulled one way, but, but musically, uh, I, I agree with, with you too there, Dread. There's more interest uh, in, like, Dr- Queen's Rex got the hooks, but Dream Theater is going to take me on to a, a more complex musical journey. And at the end of the day, I'm going to have to go with, scenes from a memory for round one because of those things okay so All right. excellent interesting yeah. so we've got a winner there right yeah. round one goes to scenes from memory for a memory all right yeah. um so we're getting ready for round two it's <laughs> gonna sound awesome man <laughs> just listen to it triple the production values are off the chart i know it's amazing we're like yeah dream theater. are you season up or something what the fuck's going on <laughs> that's right uh, <laughs> all right ding ding round two uh okay chop let's do it we have operation mind crime versus through my words and fatal tragedy all right all right chop this one yeah, as usual, this 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 whole slugfest can be difficult, but uh, I love Operation Mike. I like the darkness of it, the darkness of the riff. It's kind of mm-hmm. brooding and just kind of chugs kind of long and gets, you know, there's a groove to it, certain things. But then you look at the other side, Dream Theater, and Fatal Tragedy has been one of my all-time favorite Dream Theater songs since I can remember, since it came out. So um, mm. I'm going to have to, man. <laughs> I'm gonna go have to. I'm gonna have to go with Dream Theater on that one. All right. Yeah, I, okay. I think just Fatal Tragedy has been one. Of, it's just man. Like I go back to what Montag said. It, it's the musicianship that kind of pulls you. Mm-hmm. And here's another fine example of right. what expert musicians these guys are. Yeah, Fatal Tragedy yeah, is what, just unbelievably complex. Yes. Yeah. For a relatively short yeah. song, you know. <laughs> so yeah, I have to go with Fatal Tragedy or uh, through, mm-hmm. what through my words and fatal tragedy. I have to go with the yeah. scenes on that one. So that's my right. vote. Yeah. I mean, complex, like not like uh, we'll get to the other song down the road, like dance fraternity, but complex and in, in it's interesting. It keeps on mm-hmm. changing. Yeah. You know, all the time changes, tempo changes, instrumentality. It's just like, it's just this ongoing, like, Oh, Oh, we're not staying in this groove. We're going to go here for a while. Oh, we're going to come back to the groove. Oh, we're going to go to a third groove. Okay. You know, so, yeah, all right. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Okay, Dread, round two for you. Mind Crime versus uh, Through okay. My Words, Who Fatal Tragedy. Uh, Mind Crime. Uh, yeah, another great song. Love the groove in this song. Uh, I love the plotting bass throughout. Kind of keeps it all yeah. tied together. Dun, 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 you know, mm-hmm. uh, th- and this whole track has a really a raw edge to it. It feels kind of raw. Uh, Tate singing, the, the, the great guitar solo in the middle, the tone on that guitar solo. Um, 
yeah, there's just a rawness, a little bit of an edge uh, to this song in particular, I think. Uh, Tate's high notes that he hits just elevate the song, you know, so take this number, the high notes he hits. Um, there's a nice build to the finale at the end of this song. So, yeah, the whole thing, really nice. That There's sort of that one guitar tone that slowly builds toward the end. Uh, add mm-hmm. some nice tension at the end of that song. <clears throat> um, so yeah, great track. Uh, Through my words, great little beautiful little intro into Fatal Tragedy. Uh, it's probably the this is a this is a progressive track from Dream Theater here. There's a lot going on. Um, <clears throat> there's a couple really nice transitions in this song that uh, I think continue. It's almost three parts, and it can kind of continually builds. The song kind of slowly builds. Uh, throughout until it breaks into one of dream theaters kind of signature instrumental madness (laughs) sections you know where they just go off and show off for a while Mm -hmm. which they're prone to do yes yeah if you got it flaunt it you know yeah uh this section uh has their uh their famous they uh, portnoy called it their shrink and grow section so they've got that little riff so it starts with one of those and then it goes all this and then the next time it's two of those you know then it goes and then there's three of them it builds to four and then back to three back to two back to one so this that whole section is that yeah is that it builds to four and then that little riff and then back down to one yeah (laughs) can you imagine them in a session like recording that like hey you know let's make this more interesting we're gonna repeat this four times right eight times how about we just add one right and and just make it a little longer (laughs) then we're gonna come back down yeah right right they're like oh yeah that's what we're gonna do you know fine well, yeah why not mm-hmm. well it's like it's like montag had said you know it's it's like that song you're expecting it's just oh you got one section you got another section but then you got this section but then you're going back to this site so it's it's really quite a phenomenal track so it is it is and that's something i always have always loved with dream theater is they'll take these little you know a riff or a chord little and they'll 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 mess around with it and they'll figure out how many different ways they can play it throughout a song to keep it interesting you know there's you know they'll probably their average song length is like 10 minutes and but it's never boring like dream theater you will never get bored listening to them a 10 minute song from most bands is going to be a repetitive just monotonous pile of shit but mm-hmm. you know they're always doing something interesting with just even the bass riff that a song is built on they're going to tweak it. They're going to find different approaches and, and, and keep it interesting. So, and, and, and always push themselves and challenge themselves in their play. Yeah. There's um, just so many flavors sprinkled throughout, you know, and each, mm-hmm. each instrumentation, you know, guitar's got all these different parts and you got bass has all these different parts and the drums, of course, we know Portnoy and Mangini on top of it. So it's like, everything is just, you know, but it comes together so cohesively that it, it works. And yeah. obviously, the, they're the most pro- successful progressive metal band, I think, in history. So, yeah, that's that's a testament to what fine musicians and uh, and uh, you know writers that they they truly are. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So this is a, co- a comparison between a really great metal track right. and a really great progressive metal track. Power, very and, catchy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's hard to choose. It's a little bit of apples to oranges. Uh, this is another really this one I agonized over for a while. Um, I think in the end, I'm 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 going to once again lean towards Dream Theater. I just find the song interesting. It's always you, 
you could listen to it for years and, and pick up a, some little nuance that you never noticed before. And that's what I love about those guys. So yeah, I think I'll, I'll, I'll once again, lean towards, uh, towards the dream theater this round and give it to fatal tragedy. Oh, yes. Well, two to one, we know who's already run this so round. This is, uh, um, yeah. <laughs> but I, I'll just cast my, my vote in early for oranges as well. My, I I'm going to go with fatal tragedy. Um, Operation Mindcrime is a powerhouse of a song. Got great hooks, Jeff Tate's voice. I mean, everything we've already said, you can't take away, you're not taking away from that track in any way, shape or form. Um, hmm. But because Fatal Tragedy is so, so engaging and, and pulls me in with the great solos in the middle of that song, um, that's, that's where I lean as well. So round two, it's a unanimous decision. Round two. Goes okay. to scenes from memory. All right. Wow. Dream Theater off to a winning. strong start. Yeah. Very Good interesting. Job. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we got round three, which is speak and spreading the disease versus beyond this life. So round three. <laughs> chop. I know you love it, Dread. Let's <laughs> uh, let's start chop. Let's go. <laughs> round three. We got speak and spreading the disease versus beyond this life. Right. Well, with speak and uh i actually prefer i think spreading the disease better than speak lyrical lyrically musically um speak is still a powerful powerful song itself but yeah i'm I'm gonna on this one i'm just gonna get my vote right now it's gonna go to speak and spreading the disease over beyond this life so i think beyond this life is one of the, the weaker tracks you know you can't really say the whole both albums are brilliant right but for me, that's a weaker track for me on uh, Scenes from a Memory. So, yeah, speak and uh, spreading disease. That's my vote. Okay. Right. Okay. Dreadful. Uh, yeah. Speak. Um, yeah. Good song. Not one of my favorites on the album. I think the chorus is a little, drags it down just a little bit. Uh, it kind of drags the energy of the song down uh, a little. Uh, spreading the disease. Uh, lo- great song. Love that song. Great mm-hmm. chorus. Uh and this album's full of them. Great. I mean, mm-hmm. it's Jeff Tate. So you're going to get these great soaring vocal performances and these really awesome choruses. And the original, you know, the guitarists who can make great music, you know, DeGarmo. DeGarmo. You know, so, oh, yeah. Yeah. Right. Miss that guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, I talked about the energy of this album. And this is, you know, a good energetic song. <clears throat> and it, it just feels like every every member of the band was on when they made this, like every member of the band, it feels like it's just giving their best performance of their life. Like everybody's just pouring everything into it and it, you feel it. You can really, I'd love to talk to Jeff if we ever got the chance and ask him about what it was like in the studio making this was, sure. was there a lot of energy in the studio that, you know, did they know something special was going on? Yeah. Love I love that. that. Dread, you make a great point though. It's almost like there's a tipping point. Uh, on mind crime when it hits that track spray disease everybody is like you said on point it's more powerful it's more direct mm-hmm. everybody is just so precise on that and and what a fantastic song it's one of my favorites on it as well so you make a great point on that yeah mm-hmm. yeah uh beyond this life so huge bombastic 11 and a half minutes a very progressive dream theater track um <clears throat> It reminds me a little bit of the way Fatal Tragedy is structured without that slow melodic buildup. They just kind of mm-hmm. drop straight into the action here. Um, ton going on. There's is that takes you all over the place. This track is, you know, it's a journey. Uh, not one of my favorite tracks on the album. It has mm-hmm. some great moments. Right. Uh, it could. It, it's I a think long the instrument. Song. 
Yeah, I think the instrumental here goes off the tracks a little bit. I think this is one of the things that I know turns a lot of people off to Dream Theater is their the, these instrumental sections that just go bonkers. And I, I think they were more prone early in their careers to kind of uh, the, the, these instrumental sections almost felt a little shoehorned in. Like they didn't feel like part of the song. Uh, I think in more recent years, they've gone away from that a little bit. They still have the instrumentals, but they feel a little more cohesive to the song that they're in. Uh, and I think this is one of those early ones that just doesn't really feel cohesive with the song that it's placed in. Um, so, uh, you know, and so it's it ends up feeling a little self-indulgent. Which so, says um, a lot for a band like Dream Theater. Yeah, <laughs> like a lot. you know, <laughs> right, right. So, uh yeah. So all that said, I think uh, I, I I agree with you, Chop. I think I think uh, speak the word or speak and spreading the disease is uh, I think it's a stronger, you know, eight minutes of metal versus uh, fatal tragedy. So mm-hmm. I'm I'm giving this one also to Queens right here. All right, look at that. Well, we know who the winner is. Um, I, I'm going to throw my cast in uh, for, with both of you. Um, that was my pick as well okay. for those for those reasons. Uh, spreading the disease is one of my favorite tracks. Um, it, it's, mm-hmm. uh, it's just, it, we introduced sister Mary here, you know, we got her backstory and it's, it's such a vile backstory. Oh, you know? man. It's such, it's such a <laughs> yeah. hard, hard listen. Um, but the songs are so big and punchy and powerful. So it, this is where Queensryche's playing to its strength and that the bombastic nature of this album shines, you know, in, in that it's just right in your face and you can hear, but both of these songs are just, just powerful. And they, they spread nicely to, uh, from one to another. So, all right. So round yeah. three, well, we have a Queensryche taking a comeback here mm-hmm, in round mm-hmm. three with, with a, oh. with a unanimous decision in round Play three for, sweet. uh, for operation mind crime. So, all right, we are going to a round four, which is the mission and through her eyes. So round four, Chop top. Uh, let's let's hear what you got to say. The mission versus through her eyes. Well, through her eyes is uh, it's actually a, quite a beautiful uh, ballad, oh, moving ballad really by is. Dream Theater. Uh, really is gives me uh, my hair stand up when I listen to that song. Um, however, the mission. I like how because of the phone call and everything, or phone ringing or whatever. Or did you have to? No, the preacher. You know, in the background, and you know, and and just kind of builds up to that. And how it just starts that slow kind of, uh, oh, got it, melancholy kind of riff. Mm. And then when it kicks in, it just slams you. And it's just so driving and forceful. And Tate's on top of the world, vocal prowess at this point. Uh, It just all together, singularly, that song. So, mm, man, this is tough. We're pulling it off for me because I do love her, you know. a little different, you know, two different, very different it, it, tracks, right. you know. Right. A chugging oh, metal song or hard rock song versus a ballad. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, they're very, very, very moving to me. Um, where I can feel certain feelings with the mission. They're good, and I can be, yeah. you know, through her eyes, it's just, it almost brings me to tears in some things. So, yeah. um, gosh, guys, I'm calling my first draw. Oh, oh you would always okay. do that. We have ourselves. Oh a draw. man, quit I, fucking I us to, up, Chop I, I Top. Could, this, hey, there might be another one. 
So yeah. just stay tuned, motherfuckers. There might be another one on here. <laughs> Interesting. It's your draws that fuck up everything. You, you coon shits. Always, always, always. Shop tops always drawing, always messing up the slugfest. This was very difficult. It is. Honestly, honestly. I I can't fault you, man. Seriously. There were a couple of these. I'm like, no, I got to make a decision. It's too easy to call a draw on this. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I I forced myself to make a decision on every every track. Yeah, some of us really put the effort of making a decision. (laughs) Well, I just stand up from the crowd. Yeah, just sit back down. No one wants to see that. I'm special. Yeah. 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 Old milk toast over there. Yeah, we're going to put that in quotes. Special. (laughs) All right. Well, Dreadbull, since we have a draw, it's between you and me. So let's go. Uh, We have, what, the mission? and through. Yeah, so the mission, one of my favorite tracks on the album. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yeah. Like you said, Chop, emotional. I mean, Tate's sort of sultry vocals at the beginning of this are so damn good. Um, And then when the tempo picks up, that driving beat that driving tempo that just kind of carries you along with it you just can't help but groove this song just grabs you and takes you with it you know it's one of those tracks um and yeah we mentioned agarmo we should probably mention him more because mm-hmm. the music is phenomenal Queensryche was never the same when he left he no? is brilliant his no, guitar was. work is brilliant his solo in this in this song is brilliant yeah everything he does is Chris agarmo we want you on the show we're inviting yeah, you, man. Yeah. We love you. That, that guy's a legend. Um, yeah, his songwriting, his guitar work, everything is fantastic. So brilliant song. Um, Through Her Eyes, another one of my favorite tracks off that album. Uh, the emotion of it, it is really, it's agonizing. You know, you can hear. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I mean. Uh, you hear uh, it in the guitar, that weepy. It's palpable. It's guitar, palpable. Right? You really feel yeah. it. Yeah, Labrie's uh, vocals on this are great great mm-hmm. he, he does a really good like that ballad breathy sort of vocal mm-hmm. performance he's really good at that and uh, uh so this yeah the gospel background background vocals are a great compliment to this song um this very was, interesting. Yeah. yeah so this was a tough one again i i think if this would have been so they did a live version of this song on uh, scenes from new york their live album mm-hmm and they did a, a kind of an extended version, and they had a, a a gospel singer that came on and accompanied James, and they did the great solo and this big extended version. It was it's so damn good. If you haven't heard that version of Through Her Eyes, it really check good. it out. If it would have been that version, I would give this round to Dream Theater, uh, because it's it just heightens everything. Um, <clears throat> So that said, I, just strictly head-to-head studio versions, I think I'll, I'm going to give this one to, to Queensryche and the mission. Uh, yeah, just by the narrowest of margins. But uh, mm-hmm. if I have to make a decision, yeah, I'm going to give this to Queensryche. Yeah, yeah. Real real slugfesters make decisions, Chop. Um, <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I, I hear you because I agree. The, the, through Her Eyes is a beautiful ballad. It is haunting yeah. and, and beautiful. Um, just that piano and it, it's just, it is, it's a, it's a beautiful song. Um, and I'm not really a fan of ballads, but they, ha- they know how to do them well. They know? do. Um, but the mission is also just as emotional, you know, there's a pain to it, uh, an ache yes. that you hear through the, um, Tate's vocals and the, and the music. It just, you know, uh, it just pulls you in. So, um, I'm going to go with right there with you, Dread. My vote goes for Mind Crime for round four. The mission okay. takes through her eyes. 
So now, we do have we, a winner this round. Yeah, thankfully. Um, <laughs> so we have now it's a, it's a, it's we have two rounds each. Feel we the got love. Two, yes. Feel the love. And two now the match is tied. Yeah, up to four rounds. We we right now have an even even uh, wow. card. So I, mean, I know to be expected, I guess. Right. Well, we have Titans. we have uh, nine. Uh, nine tracks, so there, there's hope. There's gonna be a winner, one way or another. Mm-hmm. Let's chop like fucking gives us straws all the time. <laughs> uh, but speaking of round I'm five, stay silent on that one for That's a minute. Right. <laughs> yeah, round five. Uh, we have Sweet Sister Mary and Home, two powerhouse like fucking long tracks. Like I was oh, this one. This was a hard one. Uh, okay, so chop top. Uh, round five. You well, go. Don't give us um, another fucking draw. You son of a bitch. <laughs> I, I don't want to make a decision. That direction. I was heading <laughs> that direction, but I will tell you this. Um, home has got one of the most uh, memorable and driving and punchy guitar riffs I've ever heard in history in Dream Theater's history. I mean, it's <laughs> yeah. such a classic, such an epic song. That wild thing. Wow, wow. Yeah. Wow, wow. It's oh, my amazing. God. So yeah. when that kicks in, it's like, oh, but man, sweet sister Mary, atmospheric, dark, sets everything up. And there's so many different segments in that song. If you really break it down, you really slowly listen to it, how much is going on in there? There's so much activity throughout that. That's just like, this is the perfect storm. And then you have uh, Pamela Moore, who does, you know, mm-hmm. she's sweet sister Mary, the yeah. vocals in that. And she absolutely kills it with yeah. Tate in that. She's amazing. I mean, this is maybe possibly the most epic Queensryche song ever written in their history. I mean, this mm-hmm. is just phenomenal from top to finish. So for me, uh, I was going to call a draw, <laughs> but I'm no longer after I've been dissuaded by being <laughs> dissuaded. a fucking asshole. You make a decision, goddammit. Don't drag I'm going to go with Sweet Sister Mary. I made a decision. <laughs> there okay. you go. He's a big boy now. <laughs> That's right. I made a decision. Where's my pull-ups and my juice box? <laughs> there we go. Double bird. There we go. Now they all chopped up. One for each of you. For each of you motherfuckers. I got you. That's right. We're all going to be the same old age home. Like, did you, did you find my shit? I can't find it. I thought it was my turn for the sponge bath. Yeah. Where'd my socks go? Will you help me with my sack? I got your sock, but you don't know where you don't want to know where I'm wearing it. Yeah. Who took my sack? That's right. I'm only down to one. I'm only allowed one clean sock a week. Um, all three of us at home. Oh, that's right. Oh my god, that'd be awesome. That'd be awesome. Oh, fuck, we'll be ninety years old. Okay. Heavy metal, heavy. Um, pass the oatmeal. No, that's right. Okay, uh, Dreadful. All right. Uh, yeah. Everything uh, Chop said. Everything Chop said. Sweet Sister Mary, I, best song on the album. I, this is Queen's Right 10 plus minute epic piece. Uh, yeah. Everything about this song is just like greatness. The story, the atmosphere, the tension, the emotion. Uh, you mentioned Pamela Moore. My God, her voice, like it embodies the, it's powerful, but they're, that, tragedy of her story is in her voice you know mm-hmm. there's that emotional pain that comes through in her in her singing it's brilliant uh so everything about it is great great there's no downside whatsoever this song 
I could listen to it a million and probably have listened to it a million times and it never gets old. You never get tired of it. Um, yeah. So all that said home, the single greatest groove dream theater I've ever written. I mean, this song, that build, you know, and you mentioned that. Oh my God. And then, you know, that sitar or something that very middle. Yeah. A little sitar mixed in there. Like where the hell is that coming from? Yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, that groove that it breaks into is this is where where stank face gets created. This is stank face. You can't stank it up. Progressive stank if face. You're not, if you're not stanky, you're not listening to this one. PSF. Got PSF. <laughs> so, my complaint: they lose it. They lose the groove. They indulge right. themselves again halfway oh, through this when, the when they switch tempo. And they go so into this instrumental craziness. Yeah. I see. Okay. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yep. like they get Agreed. faster, but still kind of hold on to the groove for a while. And then there's yeah. a certain point where it just, it goes off the rails again. Like, I want more groove. Just go back to the damn groove. <laughs> Stop it. Stop with the crazy instrumental shit. Give me the damn groove. Go back yeah. to it and end the song. You know, yeah, I think that that's what it goes into, you know, and in, in, in a lot of people who criticize Dream Theater is... Yes. Man, you got a great riff that's going everything, and then when they go off the rails and all this different stuff, it's yeah. like then trying to bring it to back together. It's like, well, it's too late. You know, right. you just blew your wad. Everybody's waiting for it. Everybody's jamming along, and then you went on all these different tangents, and it's like, you you can love it, you appreciate the journey, but it's like we know you're master musicians, okay? Sure, but everybody knows keep it with the main groove to keep everything flowing. And when you have and a groove, that, that the power of that groove. Don't mess with it. Don't you know, throw it away. Oh just yeah, work around that groove. Yeah, keep it, keep it in there. Yep. Don't don't stray away. Which from they the usually, groove. which they are masters of doing. They can sure. they can do that at will. But that know. groove's too powerful to touch. Oh, don't mess is. with that groove. And they messed oh, with the groove, man. Okay. So um, yeah, uh, as powerful as great as that groove is, if I could just edit my own version of that, I would get rid mm-hmm. of some of the craziness. You know, they do a little bit of it, like they stray yeah. a little bit, but the groove is still there. You can still feel it. And then it falls off the rails. And then they do come back to the groove right at the end of the song, but it's too late. It's already too late by then. You've lost the listener. So that's always been my biggest complaint with that song. It's one of the best, you know, it's the best groove they've ever written, but they they mess it up. So, uh, yeah, all that said, I got to give it to Sweet Sister Mary because they don't lose the groove. They keep that song is phenomenal throughout. Yeah. Okay. Well, we know who the round's going to because we get to two to you know, regardless of what what I vote. Um, I, I agree with both of you. Sweet Sister Mary is my favorite track on that. Maybe one of my favorite Queensrÿche songs of all time. The emotion comes out of the song with with Pamela Moore and and the lyrics. You know, uh, he 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 was it like some with the lyrics about um, he fed from my barrel of death. You know, he fed uh, and turned the holy water red, and you know, yeah. just, just, just like oh, it might, it is, yeah, yeah, it is. It's, it's like poetry. It's beautiful, and the haunting mm-hmm. beginning, especially when he sings like midnight. It's just those drums and the guitars uh-huh. are quiet. The drums sound like they're echoing all throughout the the the, the church they're in. That's what I meant. Oh, I'm getting this... goosebumps just thinking about it. Again, <laughs> I know. Dude. I mean, yeah, really, my, really my hair is really up a my head. A visual it, song. When you really I, just... I love the track. I love the track. Yeah. Now, home, the musician in me just you know boner city i'd like we'll listen to this early like, yeah yeah and, and i don't mind that it goes off the rails because that's where okay. it becomes like oh fuck is this oh my where the fuck are you going okay with 
and I was just like, I, and I'm happy to go on that crazy journey. Okay. I do love that sitar, the build up and the drums are crisp yeah. and like, then oh, that heavy, bah, wow, dun, you know, it's like, yeah. oh, fuck. <laughs> then that dun, dun, yeah. dun, dun, dun. Then if you notice the subtle hi-hat. Yes. From yeah, Metropolis, the first, from, from the first fantastic. Metropolis song. Yes. From the first Metropolis. Like, oh, fuck, that's the oh, we did in Metropolis. Exactly. Yeah. Dude, that's fucking genius. These guys mm-hmm. are just fucking genius. So. Uh, I can safely give the round to scenes from a memory because of that, because Queen's Rex already won, and I'm happy with that. Um, but I will go with home. My my votes for home because of the music. But emotionally, I'm all for Sweet Sister Mary. I love that song. I mean that I just love it. And the voices together, like when I I saw oh, them on the Empire tour, when they well, did that song, they had her on the screen, like he was like singing to her performance like she was yeah it was like, it was like i remember yeah that, that was like it was like cool. oh my god it just it was just beautiful yeah um and i think the last time they went out i think she actually was on tour with them she actually sang uh i believe so Arthur. so that was that's great awesome too but so i i'll go and i can safely go with home here because it's not going to win but i i praise the virtuosity because okay. it it for me it doesn't it yeah. doesn't lose it it for me okay. it's, it's like every bit as thrilling and as exciting and then to come back to the end of that group it's like okay now we're back home mm-hmm. literally and right. we're gonna right. so, <laughs> so okay well oh, nice. hey okay. through cool. round 5 queen's uh, operation mindcrime is up 3 rounds to 2 yes um, so now we're heading into round 6 which is the needle lies and Dance of Eternity. Uh, two oh, very different, very different uh, tracks yeah. here. So, okay, round six. <laughs> Chop top. Round six, Needle Lies and Dance of Eternity. Um, wow. Um, Dance of Eternity is just, I, I think, epic in so many ways. Uh, the, the musicianship throughout there, you know, and, and what Dream Theater is capable of in, in interweaving you know, different things together with all the instruments and stuff. But is there just a mood to that that is really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's just a very emotional track, very emotional. And, uh, you know, Needle Lies, upbeat banger, you know, up-tempo thing. But yet, when I look at the other tracks on Mind Crime, that's, not, you know, it's still a great song, but it's like, okay, am I going to pick uh, Needle Lies over, uh, you know, eyes of a stranger or something like no, or sweet sister Mary, of course not. So for me, it's like the one of the weaker tracks. It's still a banger. It's still cool. Bands on fire. Sounds great. It's tight. But man, I look at Dance of Eternity, and then like you said, Montag, the musicianship, the the musician part of you, it kind of leans towards that, and the layers and textures and that song. I just I'm going to go with Dance of Eternity on this one. All right. Mm. Okay. Interesting pick. Okay, good, good, good job. All right. Red Bull, your yeah. uh, your take on uh, round six here, Needle Eyes and Dance Fraternity? Yeah, so, um, <clears throat> yeah, another great up-tempo song, The Needle Eyes. Um, it, it maintains that mind-crime energy. You know, it's a very energetic song. Um, I, I guess it doesn't really distinguish itself a whole lot, you know, it, but it's more of the same which is a compliment there's no weak tracks on this album you know True. it's great from True. start to finish so it just it, it maintains uh the excellence you know that's already there um yeah dance of eternity this this song's interesting you know i'm generally not a huge fan of instrumentals 
Um, I, I tend to like ones that are either atmospheric, that are more atmospheric in nature than technical, you know, but this is, this one's so good. It's so, and it's kind of become like, um, known for its technical insanity. Like I, I, yeah. I see drummers on YouTube covering this song in particular, you know, or, or guitarists yeah. and it's because it, because it's so technical and challenging. And, uh, so yeah, this is a tough decision because it's so apples to oranges. Um, I don't know how to pick a winner here. Um, I would say maybe Needle Eyes is more enjoyable because um, I can just listen to it no matter what mood I'm in. I think Dance of Eternity, you kind of have to be in a certain mood to want to invest yourself in the in the technicality that's going on there. Um, so I guess, yeah, I think I'm going to give it to Needle Eyes here because I can listen to that in whatever mood I'm in. Dance of Eternity, maybe not always in the mood to hear yeah. hear that and be, get get really get invested in that. As a general rule, I think Queensrÿche is a little more accessible no matter where you're at. Whereas Dream Theater, or yeah, Dream Theater, you really need to be in the mood for Dream Theater. It's not passive music. You got to be paying attention mm -hmm. at the Dream Theater. You know, for me anyway, that's, that's just like point. I can't yeah. I can't just put it on like in the background like because mm -hmm, I get sucked in. That's you know, true <laughs> to, the, to the music. I'm like, mm -hmm. oh, it's not it's not background. You know. Um, yeah, I, I agree with both of you. Uh, you know, uh, I, I agree with you, Chop. That the needle eyes of of all the tracks is probably on the on the bottom half for me because it's it's almost too much the same. There's not enough variation. It's a straight riff. It's a straight ripper. Yeah. It, it kind of stays in its lane. Doesn't do much. Mm. Um, great song again, and it and yeah. it pushes the story along. Okay, in, in every concept album, you got you got to progress the story, the plot. Dance of Eternity. There's that scene that's that where they bring in that ragtime piano. You know, yeah, you can kind of hear him yeah. introduce it like right before, like the, the stances before. You can hear him playing just those like the chord progressions, dun, dun, right before they introduce it. Then they break yeah. up the, like ragtime. Like what the fuck? But it's Rag it's it's. It's but within it the story. Yes, exactly, because we're in 1928. Right. It fits. 1928, yeah. Yeah, but then right yeah. after we get into this like heavy double bass, mm -hmm. you know, I'm like, it, it, and in the end, it just goes all over. Then you hear Portnoy <laughs> with his little chips, you know. Yeah. So Dance of Eternity wins it for me. Um, okay. Because Excellent. of just the musicality and, and just the just out out excitement of the track. You know, it, 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 where it goes, the journey it takes you on is just not predictable. It's like, who would have thought it's you're going to really have a hear different kind of instrumental than what you're used to. It's a different kind of instrumental yeah, than what we're used and, to hearing. True. And, and I think it's just, it's fantastic. It's just a, just a great track. Um, it's one of the standouts to me on this Thank album, you. you know, of, of an exceptional album, just like Sweet Sister Mary, you know, uh, it, this is one of those um, songs. It's like, yeah, okay. Home, dance fraternity, mm -hmm. have them back to back. It's oh. just like, okay, there's there's 18, 20 minutes of music. I'm just going to sit back and like, okay. <laughs> right. You know? know. Cool. So I'm, I'm actually good. glad you guys both chose Dance of Eternity because I felt a little bad taking Needle Eyes. <laughs> it was such a hard decision. So I'm glad Dance of I mean, Eternity won this round. <laughs> okay. Actually. You're like Dream Theater's number one fucking fan. So I'm like sitting there going, why did Dread pick that? Yeah, <laughs> I know. Like maybe I'm trying to force well, myself to pick too, Dread, but yeah. to not it, be so it's hard. It's hard. You know? It is apples and oranges in a lot of ways. I mean, emotionally, it's hard not to like that groove that Queensryche gets. And it's hard to, the, we know the power of that album. It's just a different power energy 
versus it's it's an angry big rough power versus this clean precise focused energy mm-hmm. you know they're just vastly different albums you know but, what what is what is what is so difficult about and this was a great you know challenge for us in a slugfest but they're just both superb concept albums yes and that's a, right so From two bands at the time of their at game. the end of the day today yeah. it doesn't matter there's no loser in this one right I mean, they're, right true. there isn't there isn't all right, so that was round six. So now we're heading to round okay. seven. So right now we have, uh, what is it? What, what's the score? Three Dredge? each. Three each. Oof. Three each. One, With three tries to go. One, two, yeah. Oh, man. Those oh. are going back and forth. The slugfest punches are flying. Back and round forth. seven, we have Electric Requiem and Breaking the Silence versus One Last Time. So round seven. All right, Chop. Let's bring it. Electric Requiem and Breaking the Silence versus One Last Time. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with, uh, well, let me just say that Electric Requiem, that's one of those bits that I was going to get to later in the show that I'm thinking, this is unnecessary. I, I, I don't need that. You know, it's, it's almost like a little bit of filler for me. Breaking the Silence, great groove, great driving, almost like a, a, a standard, almost kind of metal hard rock song. I mean, you look at it, it's got a fantastic, like I said, the groove is fantastic. Not, uh, not filler like we had the Black Sabbath, Seventh Star, not those kinds <laughs> exactly. of. Exactly. Not like that. Not no wind machine in the organ, no. <laughs> right, right. Um, the other, uh, but damn, one last time. Man, that chorus on that song. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just, that's when it gives me goosebumps too off that album. I just. Man, do they sound good. Labrie sounds fantastic on the track, especially. I mean, and we'll get to later tracks that I think even sounds even more powerful. But that one in particular, just that's that's a mover for me. That hits an emotional chord for me. So more so than breaking the science. I mean, I could jam to breaking the science, go in the car, you know, cranked up to fucking 25 or whatever. But one last time has that emotional component that I attach myself more to when I hear that. So my vote will go to one last time. All right. Okay. Let me uh, let me log that in one last time for chop. All right. Uh, well, dread. What about you? What are, What okay. is your take? Yeah, breaking the silence. Electric Re- requiem. I agree with you. Didn't didn't really need to be there. Yep. Let's go and skip past it. Jump right into breaking the silence because it's a fantastic song. Uh, I, I'm at this point when kind of writing up my thoughts on this i'm i'm like i realize i'm running out of i'm just repeating myself as far as superlatives like this this album's these all this stuff is so damn good like what what else do i say it's great it's good it's awesome um but this is songs right at home with all the rest of them uh breaking the silence it's it's incredible it's um it's like queensrake found a magical formula on this (laughs) album and they just (laughs) They wrote it for all it was worth. You know, they stuck with it. They stuck with the magic formula. Um, and they did it without sounding repetitive. You know, this the, none of this album feels repetitive. Uh, but it's just that all equally top-notch stuff. Um, yeah, the all the energies here, the driving beat, the vocals, guitar work. Um, <clears throat> it, we haven't mentioned like Rock and Field or... Eddie Jackson, the, his bass is fantastic yeah. throughout this album. And, and really yeah. prominent. Oh, the, it sounds the great. The rhythm section yeah. on this album, yeah. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brockenfeld's a hard is a hard hitting drummer, and and there's a lot going on in this record, you know. And the drums sound big, I and mean, they're just huge. They do drums. It's bombastic. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. Every instrument sounds big and up front. Like they managed mm-hmm. to like almost feature every instrument on the album and somehow not make it muddy. Like they all feel like mm-hmm. they're out front, you yeah. know. And if you want to focus on the drums, they're there, man. You you don't have mm-hmm. to search for them. The bass, you don't have to search for it. It's it's prominent. Uh, that's a brilliant job mixing this album. Um, Mm -hmm. so yeah. So like, yeah, all the elements are there. This is, um, uh, one last time. So what you said, the emotional impact of this song is really gets me. And that's the, those are the songs I always return to is the, the emotional songs, the songs that elicit some kind of emotion. Um, the piano intro is mm-hmm. oh my god so yes. beautiful, beautiful. <laughs> this was jordan right. rudis's debut album with dream theater <laughs> exactly. yeah so uh he i guess he could band. stay in the band yeah i mean <laughs> you know talk about bringing in another world-class juilliard i think this guy graduated from juilliard uh, at oh age god. 12 or something ridiculous like he is a prodigy on the on the keyboard the piano I took piano class. So I kind of know what he's. Phenomenal. I know where he's coming from. So you can relate a little right, bit. Yeah. yeah, yeah, sure. I can find middle C. <laughs> <you know? laughs> so yeah, this song has a slow build. All the transitions feel really natural throughout. Everything flows well, one to the next. Nothing's really forced or jarring. Um, uh, should mention Myung while we're at it. His bass work on this album, mm. like John Myung, is kind of a guy that's often forgotten. Because he's just yeah, he's, he's like he's the, there he's doing his in the thing. background, isn't he? Uh-huh. Yeah. He's he doesn't jump around on stage, his hair is hanging in front of his face and he just plays. But my God, he's every bit the musician that any of these other guys oh, are. I know. Uh you know, he's just it's like consistently the Justice League, elite. The Avengers of of bands, you know, they're all yeah. phenomenal in their own right. Yeah, he's easy yeah. to take for granted, but my God, his bass playing is mm-hmm. just if you're a, f- a fan, if you have an ear for the bass guitar, this guy'll give you eargasms all day long. Um, so yeah, all that said, another, this was another kind of hard apples to oranges kind of choice here, uh, an upbeat, up-tempo song versus a slow melodic sort of emotional track. Uh, so, um, kind of depends on your mood, but that said one last time is, is just so good and it always grabs me. It, it always Mm -hmm. pulls me in to it. And so that's, uh, I got to go with, uh, one last time here. Is that what you said too, Chuck? Yes, I did. Okay. Well, we know the round goes to uh, to scenes from memory. Um, I'll just say my vote was for Breaking the Silence, um, I, although I agree with everything you guys have said. I'm one glad it got time, a vote because it deserves yeah. at least one vote out of uh, us, Yeah, you know? I, one last <laughs> – yeah, I mean, the, these are – one last time is a gorgeous song. And that piano intro, I could – I just want to – sometimes I'll just listen to that just on, on its own because it is mm-hmm. pentultimate, classical, beautiful piano. Yeah. And it's a great song. Nothing. I mean, nothing. It's beautiful. Um, but breaking the silence to me, it, it feels a lot like Operation Mindcrime and its drive. It's got that same kind of baseline. It's got it's very similar in, in echoes uh, Operation Mindcrime uh, in a lot of ways. Um, and it, there's a passion to it. And and Tate's vocals are great. I mean, we all know. It, it, I'm just saying what we've already said. But uh, yeah, I, there's just something to it. Uh, Breaking the silence. I agree. Electric Wickram could be gone. It wouldn't bother me at all. Um, but it, it's a filler track. But uh, yeah. So this one was a hard one too. I mean, I had to like, oh God, it, it's they're so different 
and they're mm-hmm. so good for what they contribute to the album, you know. Yeah. So, but uh, so there, so that one, so now we have what a four to three. We got yeah. Scenes from memory. Yeah. Uh, scenes from memory just took a one round lead here. Wow. Okay, we're we're ooh, getting down ooh, to uh, round eight. The nitty gritty of of nine rounds. Yeah, two I rounds don't. Left. I don't believe in love versus the spirit carries on. Uh, these are two big songs. So round eight. Chop top. Uh, let's. Uh, what are your takes on these two gargantuan songs? Well, well, the, the spirit carries on is is, is beautiful in its own right. Um, I don't believe in love. The melodic um, guitar intro is it's hooky. Um, the chorus, you know, uh, absolutely adore. Um, absolutely believe in the song. So, um, but no, I, uh, I, it's just a masterpiece. It's one of their standout stellar tracks. It's a trademark Queensryche song. And uh, yeah, for me, um, it definitely, it, it beats Spirit, Spirit Carries On. So I don't believe in love. It's my vote. All right. All right. Okay. Marking it down in the uh, Marking that down on the, on the scorecard. All right. And uh, Dredd, what about your take? I don't believe in love and the spirit carries on. So, yeah, um, everything I said about breaking the silence kind of insert here. Um, I, to me, like breaking the silence and I don't believe in love are kind of twin twin songs on this album. Uh, they, they, they feel very similar in a lot of ways to yeah. me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think even the videos were very similar. If I recall back in the day on like MTV yeah. and stuff, right. uh, but I love them. Black both. and white. I really I love these songs. Yeah. yeah. You know, oh. there's the vocals, every, everything about them. Again, every, you might as well just say every song is phenomenal vocals, guitars, you name it. Um, uh spirit carries on for me i think this is the most emotional song on the whole album maybe through her eyes could make a case as well but this one has you know this song that it builds to this this crescendo that builds into that first guitar solo in the middle of the song and then you have that big finish with the chorus and the gospel singer it's just so much goosebumps here like this is it is just uh it, it feels like a church gospel you know, a uh, moment, mm-hmm. you know, like, oh, you just feel like, yes, you just want to raise your hands. Like, it's so emotional. So, or put them and, down, raise them down to the ground. <laughs> One of the two depends <laughs> on wherever, wherever your God is, <laughs> up there or <laughs> down there. Uh, so, um, <laughs> that's why you're looking down in church. You're looking at God down there. But, uh, Okay, let's not anyway, get distracted. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, it's one thing Dream Theater are masterful at is building tension in a song and building up to a crescendo of some sort. They're so good at that. And uh, yeah, and they do that here. They do an incredible job of it here. So uh, the verdict here, again, both two incredible songs. Uh, um, I, I think for the emotional impact of Spirit Carries On gives gives that this round to that song it's mm-hmm. why i listen to music it's the emotional moments that that sweep you up it's why i love metal and it doesn't even have to be yeah. good, good emotion or sadness it could be anger and aggression you know just whatever the moves you emotionally yeah, yeah you know the, the it's metal, palpable you can feel metal it. can do all that and uh you know sometimes you want to cry sometimes you want to beat your head against a wall you know because it's just <laughs> you know because that's what that's what metal can do and uh this is one of those tracks i think that just that takes me emotionally and uh uh, that's that's why I love metal, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I'm gonna give it to uh, Spirit Carries On. Okay, so right, hey, uh, Montag. Uh, I'm sorry, guys. Uh, you can cut this out. I need to take a quick restroom break. I'll be right back. All right, I apologize. 
So, uh, coming down to the nitty gritty here. I know. It's I know. It's going to be an interesting finish. So Joe's was uh, he had he had um, I don't believe in love. He took right? I don't believe in love, and I okay. took yeah. Spirit carries on. So you are going to decide. I'm going I'm gonna, I'm gonna to do a draw. No, no, no. <laughs> you should. You should. Yep. Just to see what he says. Sorry. I'm not making a decision. I'm going to pull yeah, a chop I'm top here. To I'm pulling a chop top. To... <laughs> <laughs> this is all Patreon gold. Oh, man. Good. Uh, this is a good. I, I love this slugfest format. Me too. I, this has I, been really fun. Yeah. I think and... really interesting. Mm hmm. I, I agree. This is um, and I, I like that we all of us recognize we, we there are things that we particularly like that move us, but we all still recognize just the difficulty in trying to choose between two some of these <laughs> fantastic albums. You know, yeah, that's what makes it fun. You know, absolutely. Yeah. It's like the agony of like, oh, I mean, going from right from Master Puppets to Rust in Peace, I'm like, gee, oh, Right off the bat, like no, we're not, we're not That's pulling brutal. punches. Yeah, I think I think our next slugfest will 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 be like that too. But I, okay. I think I think I know how it's gonna. I think I know how it's gonna end up. But okay. I think it's still a worthy uh, worthy challenge, and I'm looking forward to uh, spilling that at the end of the show. I apologize, guys. Uh, you wash your I'm hands. I find, yes, as I'm getting older, I find myself uh, <laughs> you know. going pee a lot more. Than I used to, yeah. Especially in the last happens. few weeks, I've been fine. I, I'm drinking a lot of water at work too and stuff, but it's good. Good yeah, for you. I'm like, I'm like, good God, like <laughs> I have to go again. Like I just yeah. fucking went. So my apologies. But no problem. No problem. We, we made a lot. We made fun of you. It's all going on Patreon, baby. Yeah, yeah. I could, you know, I I heard it in the background and come down the stairs. So. Good. Yeah. Um, you know, lots yeah. of good much roasts. Love. Really yeah, roasted the shit out of you there. Much love. <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> it wouldn't be a show with all that love. Uh-huh. Um, right on. I'm okay. feeling it. <laughs> so, good, good. All right. So Montags, it comes down to me round to, eight. To, to break the to break the uh indeed it the does. tie. Uh I'm I'm gonna pull a chop top here and I'm gonna go draw. So no, 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 I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> we wanted to fuck you. with you. <laughs> we thought, yeah, let's do that. Let's exactly fuck with Chop Top. Yeah. Let's uh, see what uh-huh. he says. <laughs> yeah. Um <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I agree with everything you guys said. The Spirit Carries On is a beautiful song. It, there's a lot of Pink Floyd in here from the great big gig in the sky. Mm-hmm. Great, you know, there's oh, a lot of that. I hear I, this is totally Pink Floyd song for me. Um, when you hear you're, from, you're from right. Dark Side of the Moon, it's exactly that's this is this is their Pink Floyd moment. Um, I Don't Believe in Love is a big, powerful song, and the chorus is great. It's just a you know, huge, huge one. So while both songs are good, the Pink Floydness of the song kind of kind of loses me a little bit. It's almost like too identifiably Pink Floyd. Like great song, uh, but I, I'm going to go with Queensrÿche. I don't believe in love. Wow. It's this one. Yeah, holy! Crap. I know. Wow. I think this brings us Boys, to a four to four tie. We right? have a tie going into the final oh, round. Oh man, holy this is this is a, we have a four to four tie. <laughs> holy okay. Smokes. Well, <sighs> round nine. Someone's going to win. Unless we all pull Ooh. a chop top. Someone's going to win here. We have round. <laughs> we love you, chop. Round nine. We got Waiting for 22, My Empty Room, and Eyes of a Stranger versus Finally Free. Ooh. Round nine. Wee. All right, chop. All right, chop. Oh. Chop, chop. This uh-huh. is uh, round nine, man. What do you think? What oh do you got? God. Oh, my God. Um, 
Well, on, on Minecraft, you know, uh, my empty room waiting for 22. And it, again, they could have went from I don't believe in love to eyes of a stranger for me. There's two filler areas there. Yeah, I know they're trying to keep the, the story going and they're putting these little snippets, this atmospheric, moody stuff throughout there. But you could have cut that out. To me, when I, I don't believe in love, right to eyes of a stranger. Yeah, you're cutting down the runtime, but also you're making it a little more cohesive. So, and I don't need to tell you how epic that song is. I mean, I, I think they've included that in their set shit ever since they released Mind Crime. Uh, it's, it's just one of the it's one of the crowd favorites, one of the fan favorites, and, and rightfully so. It's a fantastic, powerful song. However, with that being said, finally free. And and Dread, before I'm going to preface this, Dread, I think you, I don't know if you saw that. I saw it on YouTube. I just watched it this week earlier. Um, it was an old, um, they did an old uh, live version of Finally Free, and it was at the Boston Opera House. And I'll tell you what, I had tears in my eyes on that. That's how emotionally driven. That is a fantastic version. Might have been one version? of the first. Might have been one of the first they did when uh, Mangini came in the scene. Okay. But it has like a, it has strings is the um, orchestra down sitting in the bottom, and then it has a mm -hmm. choir in the background behind them. And oh my gosh, and the powerful response from the audience is again. Mm -hmm. Both songs evoke a hell of an emotion in me. Either way, any day, any given day. But man, finally free is just man. Way to sum up an album. I mean, of that magnitude and the emotional aspect for me. That's what again. I'm going. I know we talked about it somewhere. We always said the motion draws us to it, or yeah. the musicianship side. But man, as much as I love Eyes of a Stranger, I'm going to uh, finally free. That's oh, my choice. Okay. Right. Okay. Okay. Wow. All right. Well. Whew. Okay. Dreadbull. Um, big, oh, big, big vote gracious. for you big vote for you okay so yeah so um eyes of a stranger um here i disagree on the on the build-up on the sort of the build-up tracks the atmospheric stuff i think here you go ahead and, and take a moment to build to like the grand finale you know you're you're building up to the the big capstone and i think this is the perfect capstone to a legendary album this song is powerful. It's majestic. It's a, the cherry on top of this epic musical journey. Uh, every member of the band just lets it all hang out here. I just love everything about this song. It's It's got power. Tate's vocals, you know, mm -hmm. on the chorus are is one of the most memorable choruses of any song. Yeah. First time you hear him um, sing, looking back at me, he hits that. Yeah. No, it's like. Oh that note, yeah, that note, yeah, it's so powerful, yeah. right? <laughs> like hell yeah, you know. And it's 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 yeah, it's the musical crescendo. Like the whole album builds to this to this moment, and it doesn't disappoint. Um, <clears throat> man, that said, another finally free, another great capstone to an epic concept album. Um, again, Dream Theater builds up to this great ending, both musically and lyrically, mm -hmm. uh, wrapping up this crazy story. Of love and betrayal, reincarnation, <laughs> regression. Uh, uh, this with convoluted twist. story. With this yeah, beautiful with twist. With a twist. Yeah. I'm like, oh. And like Eyes of a Stranger, everybody is just let, giving everything they've got to, to the ending, uh, to the grand finale of these albums. Uh, so, yeah. <laughs> I, while I love Finally Free as a finale track, I feel like Eyes of a Stranger delivers a more sustained and powerful finish 
for the concept album. I think the song is just, it sustains its power. Finally Free is progressive. You know, there are ebbs and flows, though, throughout. So the intensity lets down and builds back up, and, and that's fine. But I think as the capstone song for this journey, I, I, I like I like the sustained high energy of Eyes of a Stranger. Um, <clears throat> and it's like, it, it feels like, you know, when you've seen a great concert and you leave the venue and you're still like floating, you're on cloud nine, you feel like you're, oh, yeah. you're just you filled with energy. Electricity around you. Yeah. yeah. And it feels, this is what this feeling this gives me, Eyes of a Stranger gives me at the end of this album. So yeah, uh, as tough as it, <laughs> as it, it was for me, I'm giving this to Eyes of Stranger. Oh my goodness! It all comes down to me. This is uh, it. You, oh, don't fucking call you draw decided. Ooh, a lot of <laughs> pressure. Um, I, yes, both of you make great points. Uh, both phenomenal songs, and the twist of the story and scenes from memory. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's like, oh fuck. Okay, that, that's what a brilliant story uh, is being told. But I agree with you, Drebel. It takes a while to get there, you know, and. Um, Eyes of a Stranger, I, I don't mind the build-up either. They're not necessary songs, but in the context of this great album, I understand this kind of moment of quiet and solitude before this big punch in the face. Because Eyes of a Stranger, those last two minutes where it's like music, you hear, like we did an overture in the beginning of Scenes from Memory, hinting at future songs, we hear other songs being sp like speak and stuff in yeah. the end of eyes of a stranger they're like oh, going right. back into their catalog you know like you hearing yeah. these little riffs of like oh yeah. wait a minute did i hear that's awesome um jeff tate sounds amazingly powerful here just mm. it's just his voice it's just so so big um and while i love the complexity of finally free my vote and the winner of tonight's slugfest goes to Queensryche with wow. Eyes of a Stranger takes that round in a five to four decision. Wow. What, what a what a battle. Fast. What Ooh, a yeah, battle. Yeah, hey. oh, yeah. Gentlemen, Two. gentlemen, this has been a, oh. an amazing battle. Yeah. This is uh, my yeah. personal uh votes came down the same, came down to the final track, mm -hmm. and I gave it to uh Queensryche. And yeah, so that's that's we differed a little bit, I think, going along. But yeah. uh, no, actually, you know, I think we almost were the exactly. There were the two same. that we had exactly right, and the two I think that was split. But, uh, yeah, and I had a draw, so yeah, you know, haven't heard Monte go off on me about it. <laughs> it's a fucking draw. Yeah, as he's but I think all them. things considered, I think as far as concept albums, I think yeah, Queensrÿche, I think they deserve it, man. I think. Yeah, Operation Mindcrime is legendary you can't go for a wrong reason. Here, you can't go wrong with either album. No, no. they're completely you know different you know listening what, experiences. Guys, you know what, guys? Uh, as much as I like concept albums, stuff, but this still stands the test. This is my favorite concept album of all time. Mindcrime, mm -hmm. Mindcrime, yeah, best yeah, time. Like, like you said earlier, Dread, the content in it, the social commentary, everything that's going on with the world, it's that fresh as it was 35 years ago today. Yeah. So it, it really works. Yeah. The lyrics it, are a lot more, I think a lot more raw in a lot of places, the songs. I mean, the, the story between yeah. sweet sister, Miss Sister Mary and the, the way they talk about those things, it is raw emotion. Uh, mm -hmm. You know, like one last time kind of has that too, or beyond or through her eyes, still mm -hmm. beautiful emotion, but there's a rawness and there's an, uh, an energy and a, a palpable, like a, sadness coming when well, it's a call to revolution too so yeah, it's got to right. be energetic it's got to be sort of angry you know it's yeah. a different and vibe and they capture it 
beautifully and then the mm-hmm. other one we're like we are going back in time we're trying to figure this mystery out so we're it makes sense that we would meander and wander as we're trying to make sense of things mm-hmm. you know um yeah two different animals by a lot of things but but the fact that you were able to kind of line these up like this and and give us this oh, great slugfest i mean but i i, I knew it was going to come down to a, a split like five to four it had to because there's just these do, these albums are just too good i think it's you fitting know? yeah for sure yeah. And inevitably, you know, if you get into a conversation with a metalhead about greatest albums of all time, Mindcrime always comes up in that conversation. You know, yes. it's just, it's one of those albums. It's always part of that conversation. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Hmm. And, and not a lot of metalheads will like, like Dream Theater. And I think because yeah, of the accessibility, right. it's like, yep. I appreciate it as a musician and I love the prog stuff. We all love it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that I love it. Opeth, the prog well, stuff. It's not yes. For everybody. Right? right, but it's yeah. but it isn't right. Everybody doesn't get it. Yeah, mm-hmm. and 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 the music in Mind Crime, as angry as it is, I think has a lot more radio playability. Not that that means anything, but mm-hmm. I think it's a lot more people could access uh, the music here than perhaps in Dream Theater. Like you're never going to hear Home being played on the radio. You know, right. no, uh, absolutely. And, yep. And not only that, you you know, Queensrÿche became even that much more accessible when they released Empire. So then you had more of yeah. the radio airplay, more right. radio friendly, and you heard all the hits from exactly. Yeah, there. this album was the breakthrough so, for them, and yeah. and and for scenes from memory was Dream Theater's twenty one twelve. You know, yeah, because that was there. They said, "Look, don't don't fuck with us. Let us do exactly. our thing." That's when and they then, threw down the gauntlet. Yeah, yeah, and they came well, out with like, with arguably their best album they've ever made. Yeah, right. And know. this is the one after that. Uh, Oh God, that one that wasn't very good yeah. at all. Falling right into infinity. Away. Yeah, that yeah. Was a, that's a fall off. That's too. lukewarm. You said on a, a previous show, I believe you said that they just they said "fuck you," we're doing it our way, and they came back with one hell of a stellar comeback, and they they, they did one of the best concept albums ever mm-hmm. in prog metal. Yeah, this yeah. was their 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 gauntlet. They 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 had gave the uh, the, the uh, label an ultimatum and said, you, you know, they were so frustrated with the with the label messing with them when they made falling into infinity and um they're like you either leave us alone or we're gonna quit we're just gonna break up you know and the result was scenes from a memory so still I thank think, god I they the did that of, honestly I yeah i think it's a fan favorite of dream theater uh fanatics out there it still is mm-hmm. to stay yeah. from memory i mean there are yeah. albums where they sure. play heavier there are albums where they do just as melodic stuff but there is something and the recording of this album i think it is i think for me it is definitely the the cleanest sounding album they they do with, with yeah, everything is great pristine you know yeah. whereas other albums i think my i think empire is a much cleaner sounding beautiful sounding record for Queensryche. i mean it's a mm-hmm. it's lush it's beautiful sounding record um especially when you hear songs like um was it the della brown or yeah you know uh just gorgeous you can hear yeah, everything really absolutely. beautiful and that big chorus on the guitars that you know the flange it just just beautiful that, stuff that bass sounds sharp yeah, yeah it's just a great just a great sounding album so but yeah this mm-hmm. this i was really excited about i dreaded it I really dreaded this, man. Like, oh my god, it's gonna be brutal, and it, it really was. But, but it's uh, it was so great to hear everyone's takes on it. Um, and uh, this was—I love this format, guys. I, I think this is just so much fun. Uh, yeah, this, I think this was fun. an awesome treatment. I think we gave both albums uh, their due. You know? Yeah. All right. Who's up well, to hearing "No Stranger to Love" anymore? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. No stranger to love. <laughs> Cue the fog machines. Yeah. Um, Cue. Can we get some night, dancing right? chimps in here? 
Um, okay, John. The best part of waking <laughs> That's up. Right. That's right. Forges in your cup. Magic. Uh, here's what I propose for next Slugfest. Slugfest 4, okay. which we will be doing okay. sometime okay. in 2023. All right. Just listen, listen, gentle readers. Um, we're we're going to be taking a break here in a few weeks. We're just taking a break. We've been doing this for a year and a, a half. holiday hiatus. Yeah, a few months off. We're not coming back till uh, you know February of 2023 with our first episodes. Um, but we're just taking some time. Time, but we are coming back. We're not leaving quite yet. We got a couple more shows to do. Yeah, yeah, you'll be here for a few weeks, but we're going to take a nice little break. I'll be doing some things like best of, you know, little little snippets. But um, here's what I propose for Slugfest Four. We're going to do uh, a little visit to our friend King Diamond. We listen to Abigail. And Abigail too. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. All right. Man, I haven't I, listened wow. to Abigail in a quite a yeah. while. So, Ab- I, yeah, ah, I was just listening to awesome. it uh, the other day, yesterday. Okay. Um, great. And and yeah, these are both great albums. Yeah. Um, Abigail too, the first album that Matt Thompson played drums on, and then we have you know Mickey right. D uh, on the first Abigail. So I mean, like, you know. Um, yeah, just phenomenal. I think this Abigail will be a... takes me back to the old uh, uh, Z Rock days. Z Rock days. Yeah. Z Rock played a lot of Diamond too. back in the day. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I think I think uh, getting back into it, and if you haven't listened to Abigail two for a while, I th- I think there's a you know both of these albums have a lot of meat on them. Awesome. It, it, your first okay. blush, you're thinking, oh, Abigail's going to kick its ass. Like, mm, I got you got you got you got to listen to them. Fantastic. Um, I honestly okay. thought this one, I thought this would go to Dream Theater because of you, Dred, the Slugfest 3. I thought That's for sure there would be a lot more, but, that would, yeah. but I think I think we all definitely did it did genuinely uh, is, tried to be as neutral as possible for our own our own reasons, um, our own criteria came to play, but hey, this is Slugfest, man. We hey, haven't really two had two bands any... I dearly love. So, <laughs> exactly. You know, this is two albums that's what's so love. agonizing and great about this concept. Yeah. You know? Yeah, so I think, uh, yeah, Abigail and Abigail, too. Um, oh, yeah, um, excuse me, future note to myself, everybody, our viewers, listen to Montag, no fucking draws. So No draws. I'm doing a choice. I'm doing a slugfest, nothing yeah. but draws. <laughs> make a decision. Yeah, yeah. That's right. Chop Top, nothing but draws on this one, <laughs> That's baby. right. Chop Top uh, Festival. Uh well oh, gentlemen, man. I um I think we've had a good time. I, I'm I'm looking forward to the next one. I guess we can do a commercial and get out of here. All right. All right, hey, do you can up. find Heavy Metal Horror on unsaneradio.com. Listen to full episodes or download to your device. You can find us on Facebook, Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. On Instagram, look for Montag Lewis, one word. Our YouTube page, if you're watching, that's probably where you're at. Heavy Metal Horror Podcast. Don't forget to hit the like and subscribe button. Uh, and then we're now on Roku, Hotel Metal Jam. If you know someone who'd like our show, tell about us. This has been Montag, Master of Illusion. And Chop Top. Treadbolt. And you've been watching and listening to Heavy Metal Horror. This is Doug Helbring, and you have been listening to Heavy Metal Horror, the best podcast that you've never heard before. <laughs>